Welcome to SBM Studios Podcast, your home for the most insightful interviews featuring Southern Gospel artists and industry insiders. Now, here's your host, Scott Bolden. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for joining us here on SBM Studios Podcast. We appreciate so much our listeners and joining us in for each episode, and, and your support means a lot to us. Uh, we appreciate the feedback that you've given us on all of our Southern Gospel interviews, and uh, we're continuing in that direction this morning. I am a longtime fan of a certain group. I remember in the early 70s, um, my family purchased Long Play Records, the vinyl albums. I remember listening specifically to our inspiration and old-time singing of uh, this particular group and uh, really brought me into uh, Southern Gospel. It really developed a love in my heart for that mountain gospel sound. Uh, the group was started back in 1964 by a high school chemistry teacher and young folks that loved to sing in Bryson City, North Carolina. Yeah, I'm talking about the inspirations. And the guys are still on the road today with a little different personnel. And I am blessed to have two of the young members of the inspirations with me today. I've got Wyatt Austin and Isaac Moore. Welcome, guys. Hey, hey, thank you for having us. Yeah, I thank y'all for taking your time out and spending some time with me. I know y'all are on the road right now, and I'm thankful y'all are getting some dates. I know it's been some lean times over the last few months, hasn't it? Well, actually, thankfully, we've been blessed. We've not really been too short of dates. Oh, that is a blessing. That is a great yes. blessing. Well, I'm thankful for that. Um, yeah, I know a lot of groups have uh, been hindered, but that sounds great. I'm glad that y'all are getting out. I've actually watched several videos of y'all. Uh, y'all have sung in some different setups, everything from outdoor concerts. Uh, it's been a little unique, but hey, at least you're getting to sing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're having a great time. It's it's been a It's been a real blessing over the last few months. Yeah, that is fantastic. And I mentioned... Uh, talking about, the, of course, the reason that these concert dates have been reduced for several artists and the reason you guys are singing outside some and different types of venues and reduced numbers is, of course, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic that everybody in our nation is dealing with. And, and I know you as the Inspirations are dealing that, with that as well. And I mentioned y'all being a part of the Young Inspirations. And, and uh, yeah, y'all actually have made a few changes and made some modifications in your traveling group as you deal with this pandemic. Y'all want to tell us a little bit about that? Well, um, sure. We've um, we've still got um, the older members of our group with our group. Um, the reason they're not traveling, of course, is because you mentioned uh, COVID-19. And they are older, and they're in the category that you would consider to be high risk. Right. Um, and that's understandable yes. to a lot of uh, the fans of our group. And um, so what they've done, um, those guys being Archie Watkins, Eddie Dietz, and Marlon Schubert, is they've decided just to stay home for a while, um, allow the virus to be um, put under more control, right? and maybe give it time uh, to have a vaccine in place. Sure. And in that time period, just allow us younger guys that are uh, at less risk to go on out and sing. And um, while we love them and we miss them, we're having 
a ball and the <laughs> Lord's really blessing what we're doing. Yeah, you can tell y'all are having a ball. Like I said, I've watched several videos and I had an opportunity to actually see you in person uh, back in September, at the end of September, when you had the set at the NQC Fall Festival. I believe that was on a Monday night. And uh, I, I was sitting with some family who also, like me, love the classic inspirations and that mountain gospel style. And I had asked them if they had seen you guys on YouTube or any kind of videos. They had not. So I didn't say a word. And then when y'all hit the stage, y'all started ringing out those classic inspiration songs with the classic inspiration sound. I saw smiles just come across the face and the crowd really, really responded favorably to the inspiration. Y'all packed more songs in your set than I think anybody else did during mm. the night. Y'all really were efficient, you know, just rolling out hit after hit. And the thing that I could tell is you guys were really enjoying the opportunity to share the gospel and sing and do what you do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, I also talked about your youth. Uh, maybe uh, share with our listeners, uh, how old are you guys, actually? Well, um, this is Isaac speaking. I'm about to be 20. I'll be 20 in, uh, I guess, just a little over a month. And this is Wyatt, and I'm 21. 20 and 21. I tell you what, now I'm going to steal a line from the late, great George Yonts and say, I've got socks in my drawer older than both of you guys, but uh, that is something else. Uh, tw uh, almost 20 and then 21 uh, on the road, singing the gospel and just enjoying every minute of it. And y'all are doing a fantastic job. So maybe uh, y'all could take turns on this, just however you want to do this. But I would love for you, uh, most of my listeners who have really uh, uh, tagged on to us and, and got attached to these Southern Gospel interviews, of course, they know who the inspirations are. They may not be as familiar with some of the younger members. So maybe if y'all would just share some of your background, maybe your family history, you know, maybe uh, if, if you grew up in a singing family, maybe a little bit of your background that led you to be with the inspirations, if you'll share that with the listeners. Well, I never grew up. My dad sang, mm -hmm. but overall, my family was not a singing family. Okay. My dad was a country singer. and um, But my choir director, at my church gave me a CD, a Gaither CD, and it had the group, the Chuck Wagon Gang on it. Mm -hmm. And when I heard them, I, I was hooked. Wow. And so I became a fan of the Chuck Wagon Gang, and I was their youngest fan. <laughs> and I had never sang before, never, ever, not in the car or anything. And one day the Chuck Wagon Gang decided it would be a cool idea to have their youngest member come up there and sing one with them. And so Shay Smith, the alto, asked me to, mm -hmm. and I about fell over dead. <laughs> I was so scared. So I, during the intermission, I ran out into my car, and I put in a Chuck Wagon Gang CD and sang at the bass, the bass part, and um, went back in and sang. And a year later, they offered me a job. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I... <clears throat> joined the Chuck Wagon Gang, and we traveled with a bunch of groups. And one group we traveled with the most was the Inspirations. Right. And I got to know them and become friends with them. And the week after I left the Chuck Wagon Gang, Archie hired me. Oh, wow. I was blessed. Yeah, absolutely. So now I'm 
where I'm at, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that is a blessing. How about Isaac? Well, um, I did grow up in a singing family. Um, they never sang on the road or had a group, um, but they always sang in church. And at an early age, even though I wouldn't really open my, uh, my mouth to sing, I could just hear harmony parts mm-hmm. at a really early age because my family um you know sung so much right and um it just kind of i guess i just kind of learned it by accident you know <laughs> not even really you know trying to do it it just you know it just came right um my dad is a baptist preacher um we're really just old time country folks um that's my favorite kind of people Oh yeah, we we worship the old time way. We sing the old time way, and um, and I just I don't think you can beat it. Um, but um, I never thought I would, you know, try to go out and sing with the group. I never thought that would be possible for me. I never thought I'd get the connections, you know. Right. Um, but um, I stopped singing for like seven or eight years at one point. Um. My dad was pastoring a church. He left the church. And um, I I was around a new crowd of people. Mm -hmm. So I was just afraid to open my voice around this this crowd of people that, um, you know, we were going to church with all of a sudden. Um, But around the age of 13 or 14, um, I started picking up singing again. And... um, I would I would slowly get bold enough to stand up and do it, and um, eventually I started going to concerts mm-hmm. and just falling in love with gospel music so much so that I would you know occasionally ask a group you know hey can I maybe sing a, a song with you guys at the end of the concert yeah you know, just just to try and and maybe make a connection because I knew if I didn't try you know it most likely wouldn't find me right you know absolutely. Uh, the chances are just, you know, slim. So um, a couple of these groups would let me sing a song with them. And, uh, you know, that really boosted, you know, my confidence in a way and uh, made me want to reach for it more. Right. Um, I saw an ad on Facebook or, or something, and um, it was the Old Time Preachers Quartet. Yeah. Um. And they were needing a singer just to go and sing any given part on any given day when one of their members was out preaching because it's the name of their group. They are old time preachers and uh, that comes before they're singing. Sure. So I went and tried out for them. They hired me just to be uh, kind of a utility man. Yeah. Um, I wasn't an official member of the group, but I went just when one of them was out. And helped out. I did several concerts with them, and um, then I came across Matt Dibler, who was a former member of the Inspiration. Yes, um, I sang a couple of concerts with him and Melton Campbell, and then he hooked me up with the Inspirations. And uh, that's as short as a story as I can, <laughs> yeah. as I can tell. It's, um, it's good background. And, and, and you can correct me, Isaac, if I'm wrong, but I spoke with you for a few moments at the fall festival 
And do I remember correctly, did you share with me a story about basically you making a statement years and years prior to being with the Inspirations about being with the Inspirations? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, I've actually told this story to a lot of people. Um, but when I was six years old, my, my mom and dad took me to my first concert. Um, and the Inspirations were one of the groups there. Yeah. Um, I loved all of the you know, I loved all of the groups that I heard that night, but when the inspirations came on stage from the first chord that Martin Cook struck, <laughs> I just fell in love with that sound. Right. And um, I remember looking up to the stage and pointing. I nudged my dad and I said, I want to sing with them one day. Oh, Daddy. wow. And, um, you know, that's just something that I've never been able to forget. And, yeah. Um, from that time on, I prayed for 13 years for the Lord to put me with this group. So it's really just amazing to see that come in full circle. That's just an awesome story. First of all, that, uh, you know, God had a plan for that six-year-old that pointed at that stage. And then uh, there's also truth in the scripture that uh, to those who labor for the Lord, love the Lord and, and seek his face and serve him in his will, that uh, those desires of the heart, he blesses. And uh, that that's that's amazing, amazing story. So now y'all are traveling all over the country, and you're, you're singing, of course, the classic inspirations uh, music, and they're doing a great job. And and I don't know, I, y'all may have the whole group listening in on this, and this is not an isolation. If anybody's there wants to chip in, but I know you have uh, Roland and Luke, and I, the uh, the sound of this classic inspirations, uh, the sound of this young inspirations, really has a it's very similar to the classic inspirations so you guys traveling now is that do y'all work to try to recreate that classic inspiration sound oh we definitely try to uh continue that sound and uh, we even try our best to make it just like the recording (laughs) i love it or as close as we can anyways yeah definitely now and isaac you told me that you're really not um, I know you stepped into to the tenor role and and you really do a good job. And uh, the placement remind, reminds me a lot of Archie's placement. But uh, tenor is not your natural position, right? No, um, I'm I'm definitely not a tenor singer. I I guess if I had to describe myself as anything, it would be a baritone. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you told me that. Um, Wyatt, on the other hand, <laughs> is a natural bass, and. Uh, you yeah, absolutely. He has a natural bass. Uh, it's amazing the bass tones coming out of that 21-year-old voice. Uh, just I love it. Now, here's a question for Wyatt. I've noticed on the videos and I noticed in person, not only are we talking about the sound of the inspirations, but back when they had old 6494 singing the bass for the inspirations, uh, talking about Mike Holcomb, he was known for his stage presence. Oh, yeah. So do I pick up that you've studied that just a tad? Um, well, I've watched it a little bit, <laughs> but uh, yes, I've picked up a little bit from him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, particularly on He Made a Way, uh, when y'all sing that and I see going down to the knee and scooping up. Now, that's a classic Holcomb move. Oh, yeah. that was That's definitely a Mike Holcomb <laughs> And when you do that, I'm I'm taking for granted that you see eyes in the crowd light up and smiles come across the faces, right? Oh yes, definitely. You gotta you gotta read the crowd if they're 
more conservative, you know, you, you don't do that. <laughs> but at places like NQC in Lebanon, they they enjoy that. So. Oh, absolutely. I I I, uh, I was just about ready to cheer when I saw it. I mean, that's just <laughs> that just brings back some memories, brother. So uh, if y'all will share with me a little bit, uh, you gave me your background. But how about uh, musical or your vocal influences? Are there any anybody that's particularly mentored you or that you've looked at that you fashioned your singing style and technique by? Well, I've definitely studied Mike Holcomb's technique, and um, I also love uh, Big Chief. There you his go. His rhythm, his rhythm singing, and yes. I'm nowhere near what Big Chief it was, but I still try to study on him and pick just a little bit up from him, but mostly Mike Holcomb. I'm talking here again to a 21-year-old here uh, for my listeners. Now, I've got a 16-year-old that can tell you who Jake and Hovey and the Big Chief are, but not many 21-year-olds can talk about who Big Chief is. So that's awesome. That is fantastic. Uh, what about you, uh, Isaac? Uh, anybody particularly mentored you or that you styled your technique by? Well, I've never been, I've never had a mentor, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some people that have, you know, helped me a little bit, um, you know, and showed me things. But um, I don't know. I, it really just depends on what part I'm singing. Yeah. Um, as far as who I try to model myself after when I sing tenor, um, with the inspirations, um, I pattern a lot of what I do after Archie. Absolutely. And I put a lot of my tones and my inflections in that Archie always did. Um, because that is, you know, the classic sound of the inspirations and that's what people come to hear. Right. Um, now, when I sing lead, um, you know, I, I'll give you a name, uh, perhaps Arthur Rice. I really, oh, mercy, yes. I've always enjoyed Arthur Rice's singing. Um, he's, he's in my opinion, you know, my favorite lead singer. Um, he's just got a, a very different tone about him. And uh, he's always set himself apart from every other lead singer. He has. Um, in gospel music. So so maybe I would put a little Arthur Rice in if I can, you know. Yeah. When yeah. I sing Lee. Um and you know, I mean that that's just it's just dependent on what part I sing. Absolutely. You know, because I've kind of been I've always been kind of a utility person. I, I've never really got to stick with one role. So I'm always kind of bouncing around singing this part, singing that part. Well, that takes uh, a lot of talent there, uh, absolutely, to be, to be a utility, to be able to go from part to part. That's a blessing. Well, how about we take just a moment and listen to a live performance that I just happened to catch of those young inspirations. Now I know there are times going Just like a wolf, just like a very sign of sea. He made a 
This is Allie. This is Jay. And this is Jason Griggs. And we're Endless Highway. And you're listening to the SBM Studios podcast. Love God. Love each other. It really is that simple, y'all. And you speak of Arthur now. You can't ask for a better person to, to look up to. Uh, definitely one of the good guys in the industry and an encourager to all, an encourager especially to young folks. So I know that that would bless his heart hearing uh, hearing you say that about him because it means a lot to him to encourage the, the next generation coming up. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Arthur's a great guy. He is. Um, I could actually tell you something. Um, I'll, I'll make it short and sweet. But sure. Take I think time. this would be really, really cool for your listeners to hear. Okay. I told you a little earlier that, you know, before I got any connections, I was going around to some of these groups concerts and just asking if I could sing one song with them, you know? Right. Um, just like, you know, any big Southern gospel fan would as a young man. <laughs> right. And, um, well, one of those groups was the kingdom Mayors, And I went up to Arthur Rice at the end of a concert and I asked him, and he was absolutely glad to let me come up and sing a song with him, you know, at the end, you know, when everybody had cleared out. And yeah. So I waited and uh, the concert ended and the, the people walked out at Dollywood and he called me up on the stage and we got around the piano and sung a song. And um, I got, you know, one of them videoed it for me and I held on to that for a year. Um, or so before uh, I started singing with the Old Time Preachers Quartet. Mm. And uh, it just really meant the world to me that they would do that. And I just walked up to Arthur Rice a, a couple of months ago at the National Quartet Convention. And when he saw my face, he remembered me from when I was 16 years old. And he had let me sing one with him. And he said, I am so proud of you. Um for you know for making it to this point and that was just that was really amazing to me to see that memory come full circle of when he just let me sing one song with him and now i'm singing on the same stage he is you know oh yeah that is uh thank you for sharing that that is an awesome awesome story and you know it's no different in southern gospel industry than the church you know southern gospel industry is, is part of the church and we are called to be the church as far as being united being each other's encouragers being each other's cheerleaders and i love to hear a story of someone who is going to be a hall of famer should already be in there is my opinion uh someone like arthur rice who will take that time uh, not only to give the time to encourage, but also cared enough for it not to be a fleeting moment that he could recall that time and, and keep encouraging you. So thanks for sharing that uh, so much. Thanks. I really do appreciate that. Now, uh, y'all have covered a lot of miles since you've jumped on the Inspirations bus. What are some of the singing experiences, maybe venues or maybe concerts? Uh, what are some of the things that stand out to you over your young career with the Inspirations? Probably my favorite singing experience was going to Alaska and singing to the Yupik Eskimos in Quinahawk. Wow. Alaska. And we stayed out there a week, and that was, that was when I was with the Chuck Wagon Gang, and it was just an amazing experience that I wouldn't trade for anything. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, of course, NQC—that's always a—that's always a favorite. <laughs> sure. 
because that's that's where actually where Archie hired me uh, at MQC. So it's uh, special to me personally too. Um, what about you, Isaac? Well, I don't have nearly as much experience as even Wyatt. You know, right? Uh, right. I've just been with this group for I guess it's been five months now. Wyatt, something like that. Um, I guess my favorite so far um, would be the Lebanon gospel music get together um, that Dwayne Guerin puts on every year. Um, the reason is, is because I think that was just kind of the, the singing that really set this on fire. You know what yes. we're doing right now. Yes. Um, we had no idea going into that concert in Lebanon, Missouri, that um, this thing that we're doing would catch on the way that it has um we had you know done a few singings with this configuration of the group and it went well but when we stepped on the stage at lebanon there was just a feeling in the air that uh, i can't even put words on to describe and um, ever since then things have just been completely different it just kind of flipped our world upside down and uh the crowd was great and the people were great, um, you know, as they came up to our table and they, uh, you know, they told us the stories about hearing the group in the 70s and how we sounded like on them. That was that was just a really surreal night. So that's yeah. probably that probably takes it for me. And if our listeners look up that uh, experience, you can find uh, several videos from that Lebanon gathering on YouTube. And you can sense the electricity in the concert. You can you can sense the uh, the spirit. And one other thing that I sensed, there was a time where several of the groups were on stage together. And you can also pick up the appreciation that the other group showed you guys, the, them cheering you on in the background and encouraging you all and saying, go for it. You know, you could just feel that in those videos. So I understand why that stands out to you. Now, both of y'all have mentioned a couple of times as we have talked about, um, of course, you know, with the Inspirations, Mr. Martin Cook uh, founded the Inspirations, and uh, Archie was an original uh, member and, and traveled for years. And then uh, as time went by and then Mr. Martin retired, of course, now Archie um, became owner of the group, and you talked about him hiring y'all. Um, would you share a little bit about, uh, I know this is an interview with you guys, but Archie is one of my singing heroes. Um, I've got photos with him and autographs that I wouldn't, I wouldn't take anything in the world for. And I've always looked up to Archie. He's always been kind when I was around him. He seems to always be an encourager, but could y'all speak a little bit about what it's like uh, uh, singing uh, with Archie and the guys and uh, maybe just uh, give a little testimony of who, who Archie is off the stage. Well, Archie is just as real off stage as he is on stage. I mean, to be able to travel with a legendary tenor singer like him mm -hmm. is just unreal. He will always be the sound of the inspiration. <laughs> That's right. And um, he's a he's a great leader, a great mentor, and it's just a privilege to get to travel with him. Absolutely. Isaac hasn't had the chance to travel with him yet, though. He's just got to. He just got to be hired by him, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Get to pick up CDs from him. <laughs> That's right. Going and picking like up the CDs. But you, you mentioned, um, yeah, why you mentioned the thing that I was kind of looking for because I, I've not, I've not traveled on the bus 
and I'm not saying I've not worked for Archie, but the thing that I pick up majorly from Archie is he is the same off the stage that he is on the stage, which is just a, a godly man who loves the Lord and who loves people. And uh, I just picked that up. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And what an experience it is for you to uh, y'all to be able to have, uh, you know, the experience of, of, of uh, again, Isaac hasn't traveled with them yet, but working with and being a part of the group that has the legends uh, like uh, like Archie and like Eddie and like Mr. Marlin. I know that's a wonderful experience for y'all. Uh, a couple more things here. I know y'all are on the road. I don't want to take too much of your time, but uh, one thing that I want to touch on, and, and both of y'all uh, talked about growing up and, 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 and getting to love Southern gospel, um, loving the music, and even loving the, the styling of the mountain gospel that you sing with the inspirations, and uh, wondered how what your perception is when you go into the churches and you go into the venues of how the young folks in the audience receive you and your music. Well, that's one thing about... Uh, us young guys in the group is we can appeal to the younger crowd and they, they accept it more because we're just like them. And with, when we're singing, they actually give it a chance and they end up thinking, Oh, well, this music's actually pretty good. <laughs> and they follow us on Facebook and friend us on Facebook. And it's just, it's just a good thing to have us young guys with the group to appeal to that crowd. Granted, Archie and them appeal to a crowd that we can't. Sure. You know, for no- nostalgic reasons that, right. you know, they, they saw Archie when he was 17, sitting <laughs> with a group and real young, and they followed him their whole lives. And so there's a crowd that we can appeal to that they don't necessarily appeal to and vice versa. Yeah. So it, it's just good all around. And that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, you, you know, I am of the major opinion that uh, any any kind of styling of music, when it is presented uh, professionally, uh, when it's uh, presented with excellence, but most importantly, when it's presented with a heart for the Lord, uh, the Spirit gets involved in, in, in that and draws folks to it. And what I've noticed is, is these young folks when 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 they're not met with anybody teaching them bias against Southern gospel music or anything like that, when they hear it, they love it. And then, just like you just said, when you mix in the youth in your group, because, I mean, none of y'all are older men now, the, the groups that, that, that's on the road right now uh, for the inspirations. But when, especially for you two, which uh, y'all are the youngest, y'all step on stage and those young heads is like, well, who's this? You know, this is this is somebody closer to my age. Let me let me, as you said, let me give it a chance. So uh, thank you for sharing that. Um, now, one thing I think I asked, uh, I, I'm an asker when I was at the fall festival and I was mm-hmm. curious and I was talking and um, I, I know right now y'all don't have any uh, recordings of the group as is. As this thing moves along, do you think that that might be something that might happen? Do you think we may see a recording of the younger version of the inspirations? Um, can we tell about that? Uh oh, did I don't don't let a cat out of the bag. I can edit this if I need to. Okay, well, there is going to be something in the future. Okay, great. And uh, it's going to be 
really good. It's it's we're excited about it, and really soon too. So awesome! We, we can't wait. Awesome. Yeah, within the next few months, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I almost felt like a kid who let the cat out of the bag for a gift from mom to dad or something at Christmas time. There, I was like, well, oh, no, we can <laughs> we can take a step back. But no, that's great to hear that there is new music coming from the Inspirations, and we'll we'll look for that with excitement. And I like to give uh, the groups time. Uh, maybe if you want to share anything about what's going on with the inspirations right now, any, any dates you want to plug, uh, especially though, go ahead and for sure plug, um, the website where they can buy your product, uh, maybe the social media presences that they can connect with you. May just share with our listeners how they can connect with the inspirations. Okay. Well, we will be at, uh, the lighthouse children's home in Tallahassee, Florida, Friday, December 4th at 7.30 p.m. Awesome. That's always really good singing, and it supports a, an amazing facility. Yeah, very familiar with that facility, and yeah, that's that's a good one. We need to get out there. So that's you said that was December 4th? December 4th, yes. Okay, we'll keep that in mind. And So how uh, folks looking online trying to catch up with you guys, what, what's those websites, what's those social media handles? Our website is theinspirationsquartet.com. Very good. And I guess uh, like y'all are on Facebook, um, any other? Yes, we're just, we're the inspirations on Facebook. Okay. And that's a good place to interact with you guys. And I know actually I came across both, both of you, Isaac and Wyatt, uh, by Facebook and started talking back and forth. So uh, I know that the group pays attention and it's a good place to interact with y'all. And as far as anybody that's looking for inspirations product, I know you can go to that uh, website and uh, look in their store, look on the website as well for the touring schedule. Uh, that will be kept up to date and look for a chance to see the inspirations live and uh, just get a great opportunity to see these young men singing the classic songs and then be able to support the ministry. That's a that's a big thing right now uh, to all my listeners. Uh, the main purpose of this podcast is to purely promote Southern gospel music. Uh, well, first of all, obviously promote the gospel, but then promote Southern gospel artists who are carrying that gospel in song nationwide. And if we want this Southern gospel ministry, uh, this Southern gospel industry to continue, then we need to support it. So look online, uh, find those tour dates and go see the inspirations and encourage them. And I also want to take this opportunity for our listeners to thank you once again for listening to SBM Studios podcast. Most of you came across this podcast by a Facebook post. If you would, it would be a blessing to us if you would share that post with your friends. Uh, that's uh, that's helping us grow. We thank you for that. Uh, we would love for you if you listen to us on a podcast platform like Apple or uh, Spotify or CastBox, any of those, if you would subscribe or follow us, that would help. And that makes make sure you don't miss another interview with the, your favorite Southern Gospel artist. And also, if you take a moment just to give a review, that will help us get out there a little further. But we just want to say thank you all so much for listening to us and and the feedback that we get, it means a lot. And uh, Isaac and Wyatt, before we leave from this interview, one thing that I always love to do, and it really means a lot to me to do this with our young artists, I am a veteran of youth ministry. I spent the first portion of my ministerial career being a student pastor in this South Lamar, West Alabama area. I love young people. I will always have a heart for young people. 
And I love to see young people following the Lord's will, serving the Lord and sharing the gospel. So it means a lot to hear words uh, of encouragement for our listeners from our young artists. So I thought if you wouldn't mind, just maybe I know these are just troubling times, tumultuous times, uh, so much strife being strewn in the world around us. And in the church, that's not where our hope is, but it still, it can divert our eyes if we're not careful. So if y'all wouldn't mind maybe taking turns and sharing a word of encouragement, something you'd like to share during these times with our listeners. Um, a good scripture of encouragement is Philippians 4, 7, and it says, In the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So no matter what you're going through, we can always look to our hope in Jesus Christ, where yeah. our joy our happiness and our love comes from to encourage us and to lift our spirits. Amen. Well, for me, uh, lately, this is just a scripture that I've been hung up on. Um, I've read it several times over the last couple of weeks, just over and over again, um, just simply because it's something that I've needed. And um, sometimes I think, you know, there's things that we can get fixated on. Um, in the world that really, you know, batter us down and discourage us. Um, but it's amazing how you can, you can open the pages of the word and seemingly in a split moment, you know, it can change your whole mood and your whole outlook on things. Amen. Um, uh, I believe it's the 11th verse of the 30th chapter of Psalms. It says, thou hast turned for me my mourning into dancing. Thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness. And, that is a scripture that is so relevant to the time that we're facing right now in this country Amen. Um, with the different things that we have going on. Um, and it's just wonderful to know, you know, that even in the worst times that we face, um, even when it seems that Satan is pressing on this country harder than he ever has, and we're having to deal with this pandemic, um, God can always turn our mourning into dancing. Um, and he can always gird us and fill us with gladness. Amen. Um, but it's just a matter of us uh, getting ourselves to a place where we can we can look at things and, and see that, you know, God can can make a change and he can um, and he can just really turn things around for us. Um, but that's a great verse of scripture, you know, for encouragement. And, and if there's any ever been a time that we need encouragement, it's right now. Amen, brother. Thank y'all both for sharing those uh, those words straight from the Word, and, and there's no better place to get our inspiration from the Word of God. And to any listener that passes by this, you just clicked on this interview, you listen to this podcast, and, and you hear these words of hope, you hear these words of joy. Uh, if, if there's an emptiness in your heart, if you've never entered into a relationship with uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, then if you found this podcast by a Facebook post or if you just look us up at sbm.space, sbm.space, uh, plenty of ways you can get in touch with our uh, members of our ministry. And we would love to share with you how you could have eternal hope and eternal peace in the Lord Jesus Christ. And guys, I, I just thank you all so much for spending this time with me on a down morning. I know uh, this is your leisure time, and I uh, thank you for, for giving me this time. I uh, thank the guys in the background that's been listening to our video. We'll try to maybe one of these days get them on the interview as well. But 
Uh, we just we're thankful for the inspirations. We're thankful for the the lineage and, and the um, the legacy that the inspirations have of of sharing the word of God through quality music, standing for the Lord and His ways, and started back in 1964 and still rolling strong in 2020 with the young inspirations so uh wyatt and isaac and, and all the guys i thank y'all so much for giving us your time thank you for this opportunity yeah we really appreciate it scott well god bless y'all and just pray blessings for y'all on the road and to our listeners we thank y'all so much for joining in for another episode until next time we'll see you around the bend thanks for listening to today's episode of sbm studios podcast Until next time, this is Jason Baines reminding you to love God and love each other. It really is that simple, y'all.